Hey, I'm Mike Myers, and this is the Songwriting for Guitar podcast, which is geared to support songwriters and producers to gain confidence and turn pro. I bring on industry experts to help you improve and monetize your skills, engage better in the writing process, and build healthy habits to create a sustainable career that you love. Caffeinated, inspirational, conversational. Hey, what's up, friends? Mike Myers here with the Songwriting for Guitar podcast, episode number 72, Licensing Myths. This episode, I'm super pumped to have my buddy Clint back on, and we kind of dive into licensing myths. This is a world that we are constantly in, and I get emails constantly. I get DMs. Clint gets DMs, <laughs> emails uh, from people that are interested in getting into this world, whether it be production music, full songs, but they have this baggage of false beliefs, things that are not true about licensing that they're carrying around that are also you know, informing how they're making decisions. So him and I come in, and we just destroy these. We destroy these myths. But not only that, we want to give you some helpful hints on things you can start doing if you want to move in this direction. Because if you're still listening to this, we're at episode 72, you know I talk about licensing a lot. This is the thing that I do. This is the thing Clint does. So we're going to dive into things you shouldn't believe when it comes to licensing, but some steps to kind of further or start to dive into this world of licensing. So here we go. Let's dive into it. Episode 72, Licensing Myths. I'm happy to have you back because you're a wealth of knowledge on beards, music licensing, <laughs> um, just all that. Dude, I started using that brand too, and my beard feels so much smoother now. Dude, I love it, man. Yes. Um, I didn't even think about hydrating my beard. I got the hydration spray. Yes. My God, no wonder it's dry. No wonder it it's like frizzy. And I didn't even think about, I'm using a plastic comb and I got a wooden comb now and it's different. I also yep. know it pulls less and it's getting, but we're not here to talk about beards, but your beard looks, it really does too. I will say yours is always super chiseled. Thank just you. on the line. It seems so <laughs> precise. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so I was a I was a barber, like well, like not a, an official barber, but it was kind of like a side hustle in in high school. So I used to cut hair a lot. Um, friends, uh, cousins, my dad, my brother, like so I, I used to cut hair a lot. And then in college, uh, I would cut a few friends' heads. So you know, over the years, I kind of kind of got skillful with it, I guess. So yeah. But dude, yeah, that was when I saw your video, and I was like, it was. I'm glad. <laughs> Not that I don't watch your videos, but that one, I did not speed up. I didn't move. I just like watched. I think I went back to when I was at the store. I was at Target. I was like, okay, what was it? And I was using it as a reference to play yeah. the mic. But yeah, music licensing too. I mean, you also do that. It's not just beard related things. It's, not it's just music. Beards. It's just not beard related things. Yep. But the one shirt that I love that you wear all the time is I make music, not excuses. Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh, you know, when it comes to licensing, and I feel maybe especially in the past couple, maybe two years, I've noticed more licensing things come up where it's like maybe occasional courses that I have no idea what they're talking about, or it's just like, I'm not sure what they've done. And a lot of people are now like songwriters are like, oh, I should do sync. It's a buzzword that seems to be thrown around a lot right. more now where it's like sync, 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 sync. But there's so many false things that they believe about licensing that they think are totally okay and right. i wanted to get in 
uh, to some of those with you because I had a few people that asked questions. And so I have this little questions below that, uh, you know, I would love to give your take on it. But because the first thing people think you can't do sync for a living, you can't do licensing for a living. Yeah. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, you do licensing for a living. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, st I still get that question. Like, like I show people the process. I show people what I do. I show other producers how to do it and how yeah. to make money from it. And then they're like, well, like, can you actually make like decent money with this? Like, yeah, that's, that's why we do it all the time. <laughs> that's why, you know, we kind of, well, at least me personally, I decided to take this lane versus some of the other lanes that you can take in music because, you know, it's something that, you know, I, I feel like the amount of time that I put into it, I feel like yeah. it's it's a little more easy to spend time creating something that I know has a higher chance of actually getting used and placed in something versus going the traditional route and, and trying to play something on, you know, one of the f the few big artists out there um, that could really change your life mm -hmm. um, in the form of, you know, income and, and royalties and things like that. So I feel like sync is like a direct source to honestly what makes up a lot of the major artists income and major producers and songwriters and things like that, you know, so. I think when you when you mentioned that to the idea that you know that the end result is going to be like oh there's there's a specific reason of where I know this will go what it can be used there's an end goal when we're writing songs and people are like you know producing songs for other people at first there's no it's just like you get the 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 journey isn't the end result isn't supposed to be just the song that's only the beginning like even when it's produced and it's done where's it gonna go is right. it gonna be so the idea that you have did you also enjoy do you enjoy kind of like the i don't want to say the the autonomy of being able to just like you know there's a lot of variables that are in your control in terms yes. of how much you want to create and like the style that you want to create um yep. And, and how you want to organize your time as opposed to, well, let me set up this right with so-and-so and let me mm -hmm. wait and let me see and let, let's wait for it. Because when you work with an artist, sometimes if they're doing an album, there's this long period of time. Yep. It, I feel like the Titanic lady, it's been 82 years. <laughs> where it's just like, is it done yet? Where it's like with licensing and, and production music, like cool, 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 done, done, done. You have a lot of control. Yeah, I agree, dude. Because... If I'm working on a, a production music album for a publisher, you know, for that first round, of course, they're going to have their notes and revisions and things. But like when I say it's done or when I feel like it's done, then it's done. I just send it off. You know, there's not a lot of, you know, let me let 10 other people listen to it on my team. And then two of these people think we should go in a different direction. Now you're reproducing the entire record and spending two more weeks on it. You know what I mean? So it's just like there's a lot of time saved in that and yes there's, there's a ton of autonomy and you know it's i love it because there's no pressure you know if you get a brief you have the option to say yes i have the time to work on it or no i'll, I'll have to skip this one and get in on the next one so I, I love that i think too exactly that that you have the ability to be like oh i can pursue it. like oh i'm looking at the brief what's the turnaround time okay mm -hmm. yeah i can do that or it's like ah, that's not today and it's yeah. okay it's not like uh, because you know there's going to be so many more flooding your inbox. Right. Purely yep. because 
I think of too, probably uh, when you got into licensing, there were certain realms of licensing. Like, you know, there, wa- there was Netflix. I'm not, we're not that old where it was like Netflix was in existence, but <laughs> now there's so many more streaming services. It seems like every day, every week, every month, there's a new one that's yeah. coming out and they're getting into a batch of new productions of new shows, new stuff. So it's just like, there's so much opportunity and work because every every month every year there's some new new streaming services new shows everything yeah. created from the ground up that okay. need music yep exactly <laughs> yeah uh, the need is crazy dude. this that's another question i always get like is it oversaturated like yeah. is it hard to get in <laughs> dude no. literally one of them said i hear it's oversaturated and i'm looking at these notes and i'm like it's not it is not oversaturated at all yeah yeah, dude, because I'm like, if you just turn on a streaming service and scroll, yeah. but like all of the all of those shows, documentaries, movies, animated series, uh, what else they got on there? Like the video, they got video games on Apple yeah. TV and Netflix, I think, has video games now. Like all of that stuff needs music. So, yeah, no, I'm, there's plenty of opportunity now. OK, so we know what's not oversaturated. Would you agree that what is oversaturated are people setting the bar low in licensing in terms of what they try to submit, where they go, this is the throwaway song. This Because I got a question here that was asking, you know, I have an old album. Can I have that? Sa-? And it's just like the fact that you started with that phrase, I have an old album, means <laughs> nothing has happened with it. So I'm wondering, can I throw it at the wall, hope it sticks, and see if something places? yeah it's not to say that it couldn't but like when it's like you're scraping the bottom of the barrel with that that i feel that's really oversaturated of people pitching music that shouldn't be pitched yes i agree (laughs) and you know i i know because we talk about you know your music shouldn't sit on your hard drive and things like that and yet like that's true you don't want your music to just sit on your hard drive but some of this music has been sitting on hard drives for decades and it's just not it's not syncable i'm sorry but you know sync is not like this trash bin to just throw all of the unused things um you that's know, an instagrammable I, I, clip right there it's not a trash but i you're right that is that's so good yeah it's not a trash bin man and honestly over the years looking back man like the quality of music that's being requested in sync has gone up bro like they want i mean the references are are top 40 like billboard charting songs you know what i mean so they're looking for that quality now so you can't get by not mixing you know not mastering um not using quality sounds you know what i mean so it's like no the production value has definitely gone up and i think it's going to continue to go up and increase um because you know they're a lot of times they're replacing big records so you know you want to to be able to compete um at least sonically um and 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 lyrically to to be honest with you man because there shouldn't be a there shouldn't be a difference in quality like you should always be striving to to create the best music possible whether it's for sync whether it's for an artist whether it's major indie artist like it, it shouldn't matter I, that just that line that sync isn't a trash bin it's true because it's like you're right some songs that are sitting in your hard drive should be pitched and there's some that like i don't know i i have hard drives that are full of songs that were okay that i have not i realized they were my uh 
practice, I guess. Like they weren't yeah. bad, but like there were some there were some pieces missing. And now that I look at it, I can I have to gauge: is it worth diving back in and fixing, or? And this is another thing that I see a lot of people holding on one particular song too tight-fisted like no 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna go back and fix it i'm like okay even if you do it's still terrible it's just, it's and, and it doesn't and i don't mean that in like a heart heartless way it's just like it was a song and its purpose was to get you to a level to write another song that will be better yes i agree when i got started with with like one of one of my first sync deals the he was kind of like a music supervisor slash publisher mm-hmm and he kind of put me up on game and was just like, yo, because I sent him I sent him a bunch of old like R&B tracks. And, you know, I was just like, yo, I just want to get all of these on TV. So I loaded him up with, you know, a handful of tracks. And he was just giving me notes like all of these. Number one, they're too long because they were originally made for artists. They had bridges. I mean, elaborate bridges, bro, like key changes and everything, man. So <laughs> he told me he was just like. It doesn't need to be this long. Cut them down to, you know, a minute and a half to two minutes. Um, you can't have fade outs. I was the king of album fade outs on my track. So I had to put sting endings on there. And then, yeah, man, like some stuff, when you look back, you just like, is it even worth going back and fixing and remastering? And um, sometimes you pull up those old sessions and sounds aren't there. It's just like create something new you can make you can make another song <laughs> because the time that you'll spend trying uh there is this also this dude when my band used to record he was like this old like you know you could tell he did a, a little bit of drugs during his time and so he was mm. kind of he would always turn back and he goes brother you can't polish a turd and then he would <laughs> lean back and then he'd go back to do whatever and i still think about that where it's like yeah, you've gained all this new skill and knowledge, but it, if you spent it trying to build up something that honestly just, it, it's not going to be worth it, you're going to, as opposed to building something from scratch, will probably take half the time. It'll right. be way better with all this new knowledge. It's going to be amazing. Uh, don't worry about those old songs. And you're right, because, you know, sometimes they're too, you know, too elaborate bridges. Mm-hmm. One thing I see a lot and people are always like, can my tempo change? And I'm like, can you probably don't want it to have too many like you know <laughs> jump and i think it's just like they mean a rhythm change like there yeah. should be set and i'm like cool like you can just then use the counts in between the one two three and four it doesn't have to jump to 160 and then jump back down <laughs> to like oh, these yeah. very odd like weird times all over the place yeah yeah i think that would uh especially in sync i think that would like mess up the flow of things because usually when they're using it it's like you know they kind they kind of looking for certain tempos so yeah that's funny i've never done that before. yeah like, neither have i i tried to think about it i was like when was the last time i changed the tempo and yeah. i was like oh and it's interesting that you mentioned some of these things too like fade outs i hear a lot of fades out fade outs and i'm like nope no fade outs it's like no fog machine it's like the music fog machine where it's like you sl- the song slowly disappears and it's like no 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 don't do it <laughs> yep. just have a nice have a clean ending so we can just be like oh that's where it ends yeah now the one thing you mentioned on the front end which i thought was interesting and i i wonder if you run into this where you are providing you provide lots of resources and knowledge so when someone says cool i want to do this you know a producer goes i really want to dive in this world and you're like absolutely you can make a living here you go here you go and then they drag their heels a little bit 
and they drag their heels and they drag their heels and they drag and they're just like oh yeah i'm gonna get to it but they never really get to it even though you're providing the knowledge and the resources you know what do you think if we were to divert a little bit, what do you think stops someone from actually, like, even when they have the resources, they got someone like you, and then they're just like, uh, yeah. I'm going to think about, is, is it stubbornness? Is it ego? Is it, what is it? They're, th- they're thinking about it. That's what it is. <laughs> you can't, can't think about it, man. You just got to do it. And I, I know, like, I know I come across producers who are like that but to this day. Like, they're dragging their feet. It's like, and I and I've told them like you have the talent. I think some of it is you get in your own head. Yeah. You know, you don't know if if your music's ready. You don't know if it's good enough. You don't. I would say you don't know the steps to take, but we give them that. You know, yeah. so you know it, it's it's getting out of your own way and having a belief that you can actually do it. Your music deserves to be placed and is good enough to be placed. Um, you just have to. You have to take those first steps. And some people, they want to have all the steps figured out up front before they start. Like they want step seven figured out before they even took step one. So it's just like, yo, just take step one, bro. Like, (laughs) sis, one, just step one. And then that step, you'll learn so much that it's going to be easier to go to step two. And then step three, next thing you know it, you're step 11, whatever whatever step 11 is. And it just starts with that one step, man. You can't overthink it. You can't overthink it. Um, Do you think it's because people are used to, maybe it's because we're raised, you know, we go to school and we're told like, it's this grade and then you go into this grade and you're going to learn this and then you go this and this and this. And so they're given this very systematic approach of like, uh and then suddenly this like, Oh, music light. Well, there's nothing. What? What? How, what's? What? What? What's the? What's the graduation point? And when you know, I've I've learned everything. Does that mean I'll get my six figure placement? I'm like, no, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like it's uh, it's one of those things, man. Where I feel like I was talking to another sync buddy, and it was just like, yo, like you really have to fall in love with just the process of working in sync. And I think when you do that, and you you don't necessarily focus too much on like when is this going to get used is this going to be on tv this weekend i think when you kind of forget about that you start to fall in love with just the process of creating for sync creating stems writing a song that is is wide and can be used for different situations and then you just fall in love with the process so much you look up and then all of a sudden things are starting to work for you and I think that's been that's been huge for me, man. Just creating, submitting, and then forgetting, and just <laughs> enjoying the just, process. Yeah, just enjoy. But that, to me, if you love something and you enjoy the process, you'll spend time refining it too. Yeah, you yeah. don't refine things that you don't enjoy. You'll yeah, like, you know. It, and it's interesting and you also aren't patient with things that you enjoy you know mm. when you hate something you're just, ah, you move it to the side it's good enough and you don't just, yeah but the vocals will try ah, it doesn't matter it's fine it's and then you start doing those blanket statements it does and it starts to become sloppy yeah and it's just That's like true. you know that to me right there you have to love it because I don't know. It, it, when I first started, I had to love it because I was not going to make money for the first like, two, three. It was going to be a little yeah. bit of like n- investing in gear, training, yep. coaching programs to really up my skills with yeah. very like you know very little return on investment. 
but knowing Absolutely. like it's probably not going to be another like three years until maybe I get a bite and the bite's yeah. probably going to be like the lowest hanging fruit. <laughs> like <laughs> it's going to be like, and it was, it was like teen mom and it was like, Oh wow. Between f three of us, we're, we're splitting this 500, but it was like the most satisfying, like, I don't know what, what 200 or, or not even that, like a hundred and something dollars of being yeah. like, okay, so I got, uh, I got a fourth of this Apollo twin was bought with this. So there we go. <laughs> there like, you go. Exactly. But it's, but it was satisfying to know like, aha, so it can happen. And that, that placement was just enough to hang on yeah. and go a little further. And I, I think you said something about the belief in yourself. Do you think it's too, you have to, you can't, I don't want to say you can't doubt, but you have to have a strong belief that, it's possible and you can't have like this wavering like well we'll see what happens yeah yeah i, th I think you you do um you do have to believe like it, it's possible because if you go into it skeptical yeah I, I see producers they go into it they're like i don't really know if this could work so i'm gonna submit three tracks let's see if those get placed first and then i'll then i'll create some more and then you lose so much momentum when you do that. And then say one of those three tracks actually does get placed. And then three years later, you realize, oh, it, it does work. So now these whole three years, you could have created a, a catalog of music that could have been generating royalties for you and, and upfront sync fees. But you waited that whole time. So now you're kind of starting over and you may have to wait another three years just to get that momentum back. You know, it's it, you know, it's interesting because that's almost like people think it's plateauing. It's not even plateauing. It's actually regression where it's like you'll actually have to spend more time going back to where you were when you submitted that because you've so much has changed. Oh, and I man. think, you know, I, the one thing I'm always big on is like uh, active listening active listening you have to listen you have to listen you have to listen people are like well mm -hmm. you know do you have you know i have this and then they name some sort of style and genre which isn't awful but it's like i don't see that placed as much so it's not saying it couldn't get placed but if you're saying this retro fusion jazz blues banjo combo yeah could there be a show that needs it yes yeah yeah but that's like one show yeah that's one if you're looking long term you've you're gonna have to expand your palette just a little bit and and yeah. listen and is it because i don't know why people are re like hesitant on listening like that's another thing i see people sometimes dig their heels in like no i shall not and i'm like <laughs> oh my lord just turn on and listen just listen that's what's it. wrong that's it the, i have i have a reel in my drafts right now it was it was talk and I, I haven't written out like the caption of it but it's a it's a it was like an audio and pretty much it was just a guy saying you shut up you shut up and you shut up some more or something like that and i was thinking i was like this applies to so many situations especially when you're trying to learn like a new skill yeah. or you know learn how to do something that you've never done the best thing you could do is just shut up and listen man i agree a hundred percent
Hey, it's Mike, and I just wanted to jump in the middle of this episode to let you know that starting February 24th, I'm going to be hosting a three-day songwriting immersive with my good friend, artist, and songwriting for guitar coach, Lainey Dion. So if you're someone who's been frustrated on where to focus in your songwriting, if you're stuck with so many unfinished songs, if you're even confused on where to start, this is something for you. In these three days, these live three days, not pre-recorded, but live, we're going to give you the roadmap that you need to understand what you specifically need to work on in your guitar work when it comes to your songwriting, what you need to do to get your head in the right direction so that this class will help you become an unstoppable songwriting force. So if you have not claimed your ticket yet, go to songwritingforguitar.com to claim it. Remember, everything kicks off February 24th. This is going to be three days in a row live, and this is going to be interactive. You're going to get a chance to ask us questions. So remember, don't let yourself fall into this February slump where you let your goals kind of fall to the wayside. If you're struggling, if you're feeling frustrated and you're unsure and you've got all these unfinished songs, this is the perfect time to kick it into gear, to get some guidance, to get some help. So go to songwritingforguitar.com to claim your ticket. And I don't know, maybe it's songwriters are worried they're going to copyright or producers are worried that it's going to be some sort of infringement. Because I'm always like, you know, when people say, hey, what do you think of my song? And I'm like, cool, what's your production reference? I don't have one. Okay, I don't know how to measure it then. Because it's just like, what what am I doing? What are the... Because the rules of every genre are so different. different, And especially for licensing when they're like, hey, I want something like 2015 Coldplay. I better not be giving them 2000 yellow Coldplay, which is so organic and not very synth-like and synth-based and electronic. It's just, yeah. their world's different. So it's like there's a completely different system of measuring. And I feel people that maybe have that resistance, oh yeah, because that was one of the questions, how much are, are do production references matter? And I'm like, yeah, they, they do, they do. It matter a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's how you know what to do. Tell me if you feel this way, but I okay. feel like people want things in sync to be more complicated than they are like it's not i'm not saying sync is easy yeah but it's simple if you like you get a brief it tells you exactly what they want length tempo style they give you references mm-hmm. they you know tell you if there's something some money up front if it's just back in they tell you everything you need to know all you got to do is listen to the references create something original that's similar and has a similar vibe to the reference. Like they give you the blueprint. They're telling you exactly what you they need. Yeah. So I feel like people want it to be more complicated. They, uh, I think they do want it to be more complicated and they also want to hear like the thing that they've had hidden away is the thing they really want. They don't want this. <laughs> they want my, this special part of me because I think they're so tied to the song and they're so emotionally... Uh, you know, even their genre, you know, if their genre isn't that syncable all the time or it's not as requested, they think like, well, there must be something wrong with me. No, it's 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 an okay genre. You just have to expand a little bit more. But I yep. do think it is not that complicated. You got to put the work in. I completely agree. But like it is where they're like, here's the reference we want. Here are the three examples. Here's the BPM. Here's the scene that's probably going to be used. Here's what we don't want. <laughs> and here's the money that could possibly get. It's like, okay, um, very good. And to yeah. me, the accessibility 
of things like iSpot TV, TuneFind. You can go to Warner Chapel Production Music, Universal, Extreme Music. You can go to all these BMG music. You can listen to all these things that have tons of albums that are already uploaded, that have been vetted, that have been... You have a blueprint. Yep. It's whether you choose to put in the time to start assembling it or if you go you start saying things like well maybe the phrase is like oversaturated uh it's not worth is almost kind of a cop-out for putting in the word of just not wanting to or it's like i don't like that answer so here's a made-up answer and a system of crazy like things that aren't true but i'm gonna choose to believe them because it makes me feel better about not putting in the work yeah man i, I think that's it you know because you know, when it comes down to it, man, there's there's only there's only a few reasons why you can't get your music placed. You know, either it's not what they're looking for, um, but, you know, timing could be bad. It's just, you know, you're submitting Christmas music in in December when everybody's already picked out and placed the Christmas yep. music. Or it could be you still have to work on your craft, your production, your songwriting. Um, it may not be where it needs to be in order for a publisher to say yes to it and pull the trigger on it. Or it could just be the you're not matching with the right publishers based on the genre that you produce. Um, so it's, it's really only a few reasons, man. And you really have to be honest with yourself and say which one of these reasons are the reason is the reason why I'm not, you know, making any any ground and then work to improve that area. Um, and that's the work, man. That's that's the work that people a lot of people don't want to do. But that's so good because that's like that has to be a real moment with yourself. And maybe that's an ego thing of just like, cool, am I okay with this? Am I willing to push it aside and be like, totally makes sense? Or am I like mm they don't know me you know it's just like i'm just gonna wait here until somebody knocks on the door and goes see here kid this is what we've been looking for come on boy and you know that's sort of like exactly. and it's like that's not how it happens if you're silent and you're not willing to put the ego inside and do the work then y your your music career kind of gathers dust yeah man i had to i had to d do that to myself man because like when i first learned about sync and I was trying to break into it. Some of my favorite genres are like neo soul, jazz, R and B music, like the the slow kind, not like, <laughs> not like the up tempo stuff, man. Like I could create ballads all day, man. I love it. So I was trying to break into sync with that, like R and B ballads, but like they're not asking for this stuff. So it it took me like seven years of bumping my head trying to figure out, okay, this is what they actually want. I have to do some things and, you know, explore some genres that I, I may not necessarily love to produce every single day. Um, but to to get my foot in the door, I have to realize, like, I'm in a service based business and I have to serve based on the needs of the client. And when that switch happened, that's when everything started to take off. I'm just like nodding and do it because it. It's and I, maybe that's the other switch is like people go, oh, I don't want to think of it as a business. Well, you have to. You, you, to. you better think of it as a business. <laughs> yes. You, you yeah. said it's a service based in you know business, which is true. We are serving, uh, we are serving supervisors, music editors. They're looking for a particular vibe that is going to complement a scene. Either it's going to work for it or it's going to work against it. The ones that work against it never get used. The ones that work for it 
those are the ones that work out. If like if you if we were in any any other industry, this totally makes sense. If you and I, I were going to like open up a restaurant, we wouldn't just build a building somewhere and then have it set, <laughs> order a whole bunch of stuff and be like, cool, what type of restaurant do you want to create? No, we would do the research on areas and what are price points and what are the best locations? What is yep. what is the area already have too much of? What do they not have enough of? What's the culture there? What All those things affect whether it's going to succeed or fail. Yep. So why wouldn't we do we don't We don't do that in, our, in music. We're just like, no, this is... It's our passion. It's what we love. It's creative. So you just take it. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's just like, and people, and then they go, just take it. And it's just like, oh, that's just awful because nobody would do that. It's imagine a restaurant is like, this is what we make. This is how we do it. Just take it. And it's like, but exactly. I'm I'm allergic to this. Doesn't matter. You'll grow a tolerance to it. We wouldn't exactly. do that. But it's so exactly. it is so interesting. But I think what you described too, like for you, the genres you were into, you were pitching. I was heavy coming out of like a pop punk band doing nothing but like pop i remember somebody uh somebody responded and they were like we don't mind the instrumentals but your music's sad and we were just and i was like oh man and it was just like <laughs> oh gee. but and i resisted for so long listening to quote unquote like top 40 i guess kind of like like things that are placed because i was like it's easy to write a blanket like oh they suck like you know mine's cool but but but, but it was just there was no you know, real reason behind. But once I started to look at it, I was like, oh, this is actually really good. I wow. actually loved it more and more. And then here we are in 2023. And then, yeah, pop punk gets asked for now. I see like, you know, things like Machine Gun Kelly-esque and I'm like, oh, I got this. So it comes back yeah. around. And so I can have my moment to bask in that. But right. at the same time, I expanded into so many other skills and so many other areas purely because I was willing to just like, cool, this is what they're looking for. I'll take the time to like actually listen if I want to do it. Because what's the alternative? Working a job I don't like. Working a job that, you know, Bro, that yep. sets another set. Because they're doing the same thing. You work for someone that has a set of standards that say, do this, do this, do this. And we go, okay. But somehow when it comes to music, we're like, no, 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 no. Yes. Yes. I literally had this exact same conversation with someone. And it was just like you already said it man you just you said it like <laughs> people will work a job that they hate but then don't want to do something that maybe you know maybe you have to mix some records for somebody just to in between sinks and checks and things like that you may have to do other things using the skills that you have that may not be like the primary thing you want to do but it's doing something that you love. Like, would you rather do that? Or would you rather be at a place for eight, 10, 12 hours that you despise? And I'm not saying everybody's situation like that, but you know, some people, some people hate their jobs. Some people don't, but I forget. I think it was a Gallup poll and I have to pull up the statistic. I think it was over 60%. So they hate what they do for a living. And I'm like, man, 60%. So, are you know the average human lifespan is like you know well we're increasing now so we go past like you know into the A's so it's like okay but like to think the majority when they go like just wait till you retire and you can start enjoying your life man that's really depressing I'd I'd rather really start is. enjoying it now and yeah. doing something that maybe yeah I get a you know occasionally I don't want to necessarily listen to all public domain Christmas songs and write up different versions but right. then I'm like. 
okay, I could be. I worked at a car wash once. I knew nothing about cars. I knew nothing. I was around chemicals and I would smell. Customers would yell. Suddenly, public domain Christmas songs don't seem that bad, actually. (laughs) They're not too bad. I don't mind hearing another Silent Night or creating another Auld Lang Syne, you know, whatever, how many verses there are in that thing. Yeah, man. I think it's, it's that... If you're already working something you don't like, would you be willing to learn some new things and some new skills that could potentially open you up to then long-term have something um, that you love? And that was another question somebody asked. It's just like, is this a long-term planning thing? And I love that wording. A long-term planning thing? It absolutely is. Like, this is not... If you're starting out, this isn't a short-term kind of like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, there we go. I got it. It's like, this is being patient and staying with it long term and i think maybe that's why it's not oversaturated because there's a it it kind of weeds out the people that are just like ah it didn't happen in two weeks okay i'm out of here and they leave but the person that's there for like four years five years bettering their craft really being you know listening to others talking to others connecting with others suddenly they you know it's one then another one then another one and another and it that's where it starts to like as you said i can do this for a living it's fine yep yep that's what separates the people who i think have been doing it for a while and those who just kind of dip their toes in the in the water with it man because it it is a long play man that you you have to be patient you know and i think that another miscon or some it's weird people like they ask me it's like can you guarantee like a saint like if i learn this stuff it's like no that was like if anybody guarantees you a placement like run because that's weird but it doesn't happen so, you're right you, it's just it you don't there's no you don't know you don't know you create it you send it out there it may it may not ever get synced you have to be willing to take that risk i i i have gotten people that go like what's my return on you know how many you know, will i get that and i'm like yeah you probably will if you're looking for a definite, like, absolutely 100%, I don't know yep. which song, I don't know when, I don't know, but based on my experience and the experience of others that I know that have done this, they trusted that it would. They, more importantly, were bettering their skills along the way. They didn't stop or plateau at a certain point, nor even yeah. when they get to a level that's pretty good, do they allow themselves to plateau, but they keep on, like, you know, seeking help and expanding their skills because they yep. realize the new opportunities and the new things are just bigger. And they're mm-hmm. going to require more skills, better skills. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, I think people want that monetary, like, again, maybe it's because we're used to getting a paycheck at a normal job where even if we hate it, we get that security of like, here's your check for today. And we're like, okay. And then suddenly yeah. this unknown thing of just like, when do I get my check? Mm. Yeah. I, you know, for me teaching, I, you know, when I taught guitar lessons, I thought it was safe, but I realized, you know what? It ebbed and flowed because sometimes people will leave. So then my pay would go down and it would go up. And then the summer yeah. came. People went away. went down. So it's just like, wait a minute. That was already, even though I was just getting a physical check of just like, yay. But it yeah. really was false security. So I might yeah. as well invest in something that I love doing that I believe I can do yeah. and just just stay with it. That's a fact, man. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, jobs you can you can get that instant gratification you get after you know the check is coming after two weeks or weekly if if you're you know lucky to get paid weekly but you know if you look 10 years after that will you still be getting paid for all the hours you put in 
on that job whereas music okay you may not get anything up front immediately but you can create something and in 10 years down the line what you worked on that one time is still paying you so it's it's an investment man it's, it's like real estate dude like people who buy beat up properties and fix them up they're not making their money dude. they're in debt when they get that property yeah. like immediately they have to spend the money to fix it up then they got to get a tenant in there or sell it and they got to wait for for all of that to happen closing and all of that stuff so they're not seeing their money either but over time it pays back and it, it's an it's an asset um, if if they decide to keep it and you know I kind of think of music the, the same way man I'm creating you know a piece of property that could pay me potentially you know far beyond even my life you know and 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 even on top of that like when you're creating a piece of music especially for licensing you're creating multiple versions of that pro it's like it's like mm, here's the bungalow yeah. here's the condo here's the apartment <laughs> here's the three story here's the here's the short story yes. here's just the one room here's the studio and it's just like your one piece of music could potentially have 10 different versions, which yes. automatically increase. You know, I, I remember mentioning it to someone, they were like, oh, you did 12 tracks. I was like, well, yeah, I did 12 tracks, but it was actually, it's probably at least 80 tracks here that are, because like, you know, this this one had four versions, this one had six different versions, this one had, this one had six, this one. So it's just like, if you make, let's say five instrumentals and there's potential of like 10 other versions of each one, You've got mm -hmm. 50 tracks that are ready to go. Yep. Does that increase your chances? Yep, Absolutely. sure it does because they're like, oh, there's so many different versions of this. This is fantastic. Yep. And they're, they're all going to pay the same amount of money for the use. You know? Oh, my goodness. If they use a drum and bass or the full version, the full instrumental, a vocal, you'll probably get paid a little bit more. But yeah, dude, like it's, it's I don't know. I love it. Yeah, I love, I love it. it too. And that's when it's just when I see those those misconceptions, I guess, or, you know, people out there, you know, saying like, you can get a placement now. And I'm just like, nope, you can't. Or it's just like, ah, <laughs> oh, you could just take take any song that you got and just throw it. No, you still have to treat it. Uh, you have to build your skills. You have to do the research. You have to put the time in. But I think it goes back to the thing that you said is you have to love it. If you yep. do not love it, it will seem awful. It will seem like the <laughs> yes. worst thing ever. So and it's yeah. just like, that's what, per, if somebody goes like, well, I don't enjoy this. Cool. Then this might not, have you ever had a surgeon come up to you and be like, okay, so we're about to go into surgery. I should let you know, I really hate this job. Seriously. I am going to be on autopilot all the while. Uh, but, you know, I think the heart's here and we're going to do, you know, I'll, I'll go in there. I got other people around me, so it's okay. These tools we'll too, I, these are the free ones that came with my job. So I'm, I'm figuring out, no. So it's just like, you're going to have to upgrade your stuff too as you progress. Yeah, exactly. It, um, yeah, it just, it just boggles my mind. But I feel you're such a good wealth of knowledge in this industry, but you also don't sugarcoat it. Like you're yeah. very good at providing the tools for people to be like, here, if you want to do this, let's do it. But also too, you're not going to be like, here, you're amazing. You're the best. You're everything that you do is wonderful. You're willing to be like, Hey, here's some things you're going to have to do if you want this to get the results that you want. Yep. Absolutely, man. Cause someone, someone had to keep it honest with me, man. You can't grow without, uh, without honest feedback. And then, you know, just let people know, like the resources are out there. Like, you know, and 
a lot of people want to jump. They want to skip the work. They want to jump straight to, well, what company do I send to? All I need is the companies. And, you know, my, my production is good. Like, it's like I can give you companies all day. But if you don't know, you know, how the music should be presented, how to reach out to the companies, how to present yourself, um, how to you know write music that's good for sync you're still gonna get rejected you're gonna be back at square one saying sync is a scam or something you're gonna say yeah <laughs> sync is a mean? scam or just like <laughs> stupid companies they don't know what they're missing he's just like i'm gonna yeah. start my own company and it's gonna be amazing and they're gonna love my music and i'll let them know and it's like okay go ahead it's it's the same thing go ahead start it well i'll do yep. it tomorrow tomorrow i will it, you just watch <laughs> but it's the same thing they think that the answer is this but really it's like no 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 i think my friend what had my friend michael elsner tell me he was like oh sometimes people are like hey how do i do that and he was like listen you're asking me how do i go 70 miles an hour and switch gears in on this highway we're really we're still in the driveway we got to learn how to back out the car first before we even get to that step which is crazy yep. um Yep. but dude we could we could keep on going on and on about this but <laughs> i oh, think yeah. these were some good misgets and just some things for people to realize like it is possible but here are yeah. some things that might occur along the way and some things not to believe or if you hear these phrases like it's oversight it's not oh it's really complicated it's not if you're it's willing not. to put in the time to do this it's totally worth it yep I agree, man, a hundred percent. Dude, thanks for thanks for hanging and and talking <laughs> all different scenarios in sync. I know, man. Yeah, no, it's always a good time, <laughs> man. Thanks for having me. This was dope, dope conversation. And that does it for this week's episode. It was edited and produced by Chris Fallius. I'm Mike Myers. Thanks for listening. <laughs>